And when you care, it means you fight. And this is what this team does. It cares and it fights. We don't we don't give up. That was uh, today was a perfect sample that we never gonna give up. Um, we battle back. Obviously, we're facing a good team. Chicago's always pretty good against us, but uh, we believe in ourselves, and we, we showed that today. I lost my voice from screaming so much, but it was worth it, and uh, just true testament to our team right now, how well we're playing as a group, and just uh, the way we pick each other up. Welcome into the Sports Plus Podcast, but it's not quite the same Sports Plus Podcast you might be used to. We flipped into Cardinals mode here at KSDK for the Cardinals Plus Podcast as they head into the postseason for the first time in four years, much like we did with the Blues back during their Stanley Cup run. Expect more frequent episodes focused just on the Cardinals for as long as they're able to keep this thing going. But but after will, they t- be, will they be a division winner or a wild card team? They might keep this thing going for a day uh, into the wild card game if the last two games are any indication. I mean, I mean, I mean think about it. Uh, when they come home to play Chicago, they could just be a game up. Yeah. And the Cubs, who, who have been just terrible... Uh, will have something to play for because they can they can give the Cardinals the business oh, that, that they was, got last weekend. That would be good. That would, I mean, the Cubs have a 0.1% chance, I think, of making the playoffs now. So ruining the Cardinals' season is about the right. best they can hope exactly. for. And, and the Brewers, on the other hand, um, you know, when the Cardinals came back against the Phillies in 64, I think down the stretch they went 28-11. and 11. Brewers have gone 16-2. and two. Yeah. It's oh ridiculous. My it yeah. is ridiculous. And... Uh, it's not like they've got a rough schedule going. No, exactly not. No. The schedule makers were very kind. And and the Rockies, so. Let's start with this series in Arizona here since we just got done watching this Wait, I'm too tired. I was up till 3.30 Okay, yeah, tell us. So did you watch from the very start of the game? No, because I was working. But, you know, normally by the time I get home from work, uh, an Arizona game, you know, is probably close to finishing. Yeah. But it kept going and going, and I said, I'm, I'm sticking it out. I'm sticking it out. They're going to win. And then at the top of the 19th when they didn't score, I said, okay, I better go to bed. i got to work tomorrow. So I missed Arizona winning, but I went to bed thinking that Arizona was going to win because yeah. the Cardinals had opportunities. and they. Well, that's what I thought it. when I turned my TV, TV off after that home run was sailing off Andrew Miller in the ninth. It hadn't even hit the stands yet, and I clicked it off and went to bed. I was mad. I, I was really enjoying Dan McLaughlin and, and uh, Brand Thompson because I think they were getting loopy. <laughs> they were really loopy, but just the joke around the newsroom this morning was that Tissel was ve- today in St. Louis was this close to being able to like broadcast Cardinal, you know, live updates yeah. on the Cardinals. Well, game. well, I was you know watching Twitter as we were watching the game, and you know it's two o'clock, two thirty in the morning, and I see Allie Corey starts yeah. tweeting about the game. Is this is this the replay? <laughs> this isn't the replay. And then Rennie not. They, and they were saying, is anybody up? And I said, thumbs up. <laughs> I am. How long did you last, Andy? I couldn't make it past midnight. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I heard the – I saw the game, with the tying home run yeah. that sent it to extra innings. And at that point, I, thought, I can't do this. Here's what gets me about that game. Yadier Molina mm-hmm. caught a doubleheader last at night. At 37 years old. I mean, he I – mean, that's unbelievable to yeah. me. And probably had fisticuffs with Mike Schultz. Oh, yeah, we were talking about, about not that. being in the lineup today. Exactly. Uh, that is just astounding. But it is a shame they didn't win. And then they didn't win today, which is Wednesday. 
And so things are a little bit more dicey than they were. Well, and they wasted another Jack Flaherty start last night, which is just the most depressing thing. I wrote an article about this today for the website. Flaherty has the lowest run support on the club and his eight losses. He's allowed more than just more than three runs just twice. And he has seven no decisions where he's pitched at least six innings and given up two or less. What does he have to do? Well, and, and I, we were talking about this off air, Andy. It seems to me there's a psychological effect to his to his pitching when it comes to offense. You know you don't need much. And so I just think that – isn't it true that they the, the pitchers with the most run support are Wainwright, Wainwright and Waka? Wainwright has the most and Waka has the, the second most. You know, most. There, there's, there's psychology to all of that. I, you know, Shannon used to joke about uh, Bob Gibson's 1968 season or whatever that with the ridiculous ERA – Cardinals would score a run, and he'd say, hey, there's your run, big boy. <laughs> that was a pretty good Mike Shannon impression, too, Andy. Today, you saw the lineup come out. Were we all like, kind of expecting it was going to be the C team out there? But even in a, it's a pennant rate. I mean, every game matters so much. These guys. I, yeah, but what can you expect after? Well, there's no way Yadier Molina should have I mean, set foot was, in this game. If, but. if it was a nine-inning game last night and, and, oh, yeah, and Miller pitched seen, a perfect ninth yeah. inning, then I don't think you would have seen this lineup. Yeah. But after 19 innings uh, and a day game the next day, yeah. I can oh, understand it. You use all but two relievers, and Michael Waka goes out and gets hit hard in the first and then ends up getting hurt. Right. Uh, so that even sets you back even more. And they scored plenty of runs to oh, win. Yeah. It was pitching that didn't that didn't win the day. Yeah. Um, let's do a little brief, very brief recap of this past weekend, and then we'll look forward uh, to what we think is going to happen in the last week of the or less than the week of the season, the last series here against Chicago. You were at um, Wrigley. Right? I was at Wrigley for three of the games. I wasn't there Thursday with the Carpenter off of Kimbrel. I watched that from my house and couldn't actually. I could believe it was happening because just. My dad's pretty hard on Carpenter, so just despite him, I right before right before Carpenter stepped in the box, oh, Carpenter home run to take the lead here, and he walked out of the room mad at me because I call it right. Um, that was a crazy game, but then I yeah I got there Friday. Um, just every game felt like a postseason game. Yachty was the hero on Friday. Three out of, three of the Cardinals four hits won the game with his two RBIs. I mean he the, since he's come back he's been just as clutch as ever. Every year you think, you know, this guy's going to have to show some signs of slowing down, and he just seems to well, get and, better. Well, and he was injured earlier this year, and right. we thought maybe, well, yeah. maybe now it's time to start thinking to rest him a little bit more. And then he goes 19 innings last night, and he's been playing great down the stretch. He has. Yeah, he sure has. Saturday was the craziest baseball game I've ever been to in my entire life. We were down, so let me think. There's just too many moments here or here to pick, but the Cardinals were losing. They bring in Kimbrell. I'm down like in the tunnel waiting to go into the Cubs locker room because I wanted to get down there early just in case. And I'm watching on this little TV on the concourse. Boom, home run Molina. Boom, home run DeYoung. Back-to-back pitches. Wrigley Field just went silent. Everybody left. It was incredible and <laughs> what what is even more amazing is you know is the the back-to-back home runs off Craig Kimbrell yeah you know on back-to-back pitches the yeah first, the first two pitches of the inning well I mean I don't know what Madden was after Kimbrell gave that up he brought him in his first action back since he was off the disabled list oh here's Matt Carpenter in the 10th inning gives up the home run to him then he brings him back in 
uh, two days later. I don't know what Madden was thinking, but I'll take it. I, I know what Cubs fans are thinking. Oh, my God. No more Madden. <laughs> no, I, right. that was it. I think that was the last game Joe Madden ever Guy, managed. Guy wins the first World Series in 108 years, and yep. he has fallen out of favor there. And and if you're, if you're a relief pitcher, do you really want to hold out? You know, you're going to get the great contract, but... Didn't anybody learn anything from the Greg Holland experiment yeah, exactly. last year? That's why the Cardinals, I think, were skittish about even entertaining Kimbrell, which turns out to be a good move. So this game, I, I wasn't around in 1984, but, I, I mean, if you're a Cardinals fan, you know what the Ryan Sandberg game is. Uh, crazy things can happen at Wrigley. This just felt like that kind of moment. What do you guys remember from the Ryan Sandberg game? Well, I mean, it's Ryan Sandberg uh, getting on the map. Uh, it's Bob Costas in, in the television booth with Tony Kubek. They both got on the map that day. Uh, Costas did the backup game for NBC in the, in, the area when, in the era when NBC had the game of the week, and Kurt Gowdy and Joe Gargiola did the, uh, did the main game, and then it was Bob and uh, Tony Kubek. And, you know, people... Outside of Chicago, didn't know who Ryan Sandberg was until that game. And, of course, he went on to be a Hall of Famer. But he hit those two home runs against Bruce Suter. Yeah. And, Andy, what did Whitey say about Sandberg after that game? Um, Whitey Herzog? Oh, well, I don't remember something, exactly. What something was, along the line. He, he's Babe Ruth yes, or something. Yes, something along those lines. I mean, that game won him the MVP. I mean, For they didn't sure. have to play the rest of the season because that was your MVP. Kid Natural, I think, wasn't yeah. that his nickname? And, and remember, this was before cable TV. Yeah. And this was going, this particular game was going to the nation. Uh, and so, I mean, a lot of eyes were were glued to that game. And so they both, like I say, Bob Costas called it, and and Ryan Sandberg did it, and uh, you know it became uh, it became legend. Actually, and, and oh, what you, what you don't remember from that game, you ask, what, what do you remember from that game? Well, the thing that's that's really kind of kept down. Uh, you remember the Sandberg home runs. Willie McGee hit for the cycle. That oh day. yeah. Right, yeah, exactly right, yeah. And nobody talks about that. Nobody talks about it. Uh, something interesting here, that Sunday game was actually the last ever Cubs broadcast on WGN I know. while I was there. That well, is, that is, you would have a lot of memories Yeah, of that. that is really hard when I saw that. I mean, it was like when uh, uh, the Cardinals games went off KMOX. Yeah. Um, but this this goes back to 1948. Yeah. Um, and this is an era when... Uh, Remember, Harry Carey became famous. I mean, people knew him in baseball circles, but he became famous because of WGN. It was a superstation. It went all over the country. People could see it everywhere. That that didn't exist. When I was growing up, all the Cub games were during the day. Every game was broadcast on WGN. Jack Brickhouse was their was their play-by-play announcer. Um, and, you know, that to me, I mean, that that's a lot of nostalgia. That's a lot of history. And now they're going to this marquee sports network. Mm. It's no longer uh, free over-the-air television. They're going to have to pay for it and, yeah. at a premium. Uh, and that's how you know Cubs owners are going to make a, a bunch of money. So that Sunday game was the last WGN game. And it was also, I mean, it just kept up the trend of the whole weekend, a feeling like playoff baseball. Uh, came down to the end once again. I, th- I should have known better. I thought it was over. But, of course, it wasn't. Uh, Martinez with a triple that's a, he's a pretty excitable guy, but that's the most fired up I've ever seen him. Uh, Fowler sack fly, Edmund uh, coming through again, and then finally we see Paul Goldschmidt with a big moment. 
That was really nice. We could have used another one of those today. Uh, he was put in a tough spot at the end there, not, not playing the he, whole he game. He had some big moments in Arizona. He did. Though. Yeah, yes, he had he two did. home runs in the first uh, two games, so you can't count on him every night. But officially clinching a playoff spot and eliminating the Cubs from the Central uh, at Wrigley, that's in a four-game sweep the first time in 98 years. That's just about as good as you can write it, I 1921, think. 1921? Yeah. I mean... I didn't even know that when I heard they won four games, that, that it had been that long since it happened. So that's I, that's how unusual that was. I, d- I did a little research for a piece we ran on television uh, on Monday. The manager that year for the Cardinals, Branch Rickey, <laughs> and Rogers Hornsby played on that team before he became batted 397. Oh, casual. You know, uh, yeah, it was a pedestrian year yeah. Yeah. for Hornsby. But, yeah, that's that's ridiculous. <laughs> that's nuts. Um I just got, this was my first time ever at Wrigley. I can't believe it. This was my first time ever there. Man, I loved it. Oh, it was so great. Oh, it is a great place it's, to It just watch a game. feels like everything is right on top of you. Every game I was at, a Friday through Sunday, was a day game, which I was so happy about because I wanted, I wanted as many day games as you could give me at Wrigley. Everybody was so nice. The PR, the fan, everybody was just fantastic. I can't recommend it enough. If for some reason you're a Cardinals fan and you haven't made the trip up there, you have to do it because it's just so much fun. To me, and I'm going to Fenway Park this weekend for a, for a musical awards story, and I've been there a few times, and, and, and whether at Wrigley or Fenway Park, and you're walking down, and Wrigley's done a lot more yeah. uh, uh, renovation than they have at Fenway. But when, when you're walking just in the corridors, I just think to myself, people were walking here and then going up to their seat to see Babe Ruth yeah. play, for heaven's sake. Yes, I've I thought mean, that I, multiple times. I just was... love that. Yes. You know, it's like you're stepping back into time. You know that the, the scenes in, in um, Field of Dreams where, you know, Joe Jackson, you know, just fades out as he walks into the yeah. cornfield. It's almost like you're fading into, you know, something 100 years ago. My, my first memory, my first baseball memory of seeing a game uh, was uh, I was a little boy. I, I maybe I was five years old. I don't remember. Was Wrigley Field, and I just remember when you walk up the steps and you see the field for the first time. Mm. How everything looks so green. Yeah. And, and 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 it's so much sharper than you know the black and white TVs back yeah. then that we had at home. It's still a memory that sticks in my head, and um, and and just. I don't know, this connection to the past makes it very, very special. I also had to, uh, I have a lot of Chicago friends. I had to visit the Bartman seat over there just uh, <laughs> just to rub it in just a little bit. Uh, well, it worked. It, yes, it did. It did work. Um, so let's look ahead now. We talked a little bit about this. I don't think the Brewers are ever going to lose again, and the magic number is three. So, I, I mean, this series against the Cubs. Game 163 on Monday. Listen, I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be too surprised. I hope not. Baseball yeah. Reference still has the Cardinals at a 90% chance to win the division, but I mean, the Reds are kind of plucky. I think is the right word. They showed it against the Cubs uh, a couple series ago, but they couldn't get that one last night with Sonny Gray. I don't know if they can. Well, the Brewers are winning as we're recording this right now by a lot. At least they were when we came in here in Game Two. Well, good thing they got Christian Yelich hurt so they could go yeah, on I know, and start right? winning. They, I lose, know. they lose the MVP. And now Ryan Braun is all of a sudden, he must well, be on the thing again. Think about, <laughs> think about this. If the Cardinals don't give up that grand slam to Ryan Braun, I mean, it's, it's a one. The magic number is one. Yeah. Uh, I really don't want to have to look back on that <laughs> in the future. But the uh, Brewers have the Rockies this weekend. 
which, I mean, the Rockies haven't been good, but it's in Colorado. So you never know what can Anything happen there. Can that happen gives me a little there. bit of hope. Um, do, do we think there's – what's our – I'm going to read the room here. It seems to be pretty down right now. But do we still think they're going to win the division? I think they will. I, I think they will win the division. Uh, uh, but I have to say, like we said at the beginning of this, you know, the Cubs have been just absolutely terrible. Uh, it seems like they've, they've just thrown up their hands and given up. But if they want to send a message uh, right before their, se- their season is over and the changes that are going to happen in Chicago, this is the weekend they can do it. And after what, they, what happened to them last weekend in Chicago, you know, I don't think it'll be the, the, the yeah. cakewalk that a lot of people think it's going to be. I, yeah, I, I don't think the Cubs would, would like anything more than to be able to, to say that they knocked the Cardinals down a peg or two, yeah, yeah. Uh, and and there's a lot of people that you know that that have their place with the Cubs on the line here because I yeah. gotta think that they're gonna they're gonna do some major retooling next year, and, beginning with the and manager. let's not forget, and despite the, the results, they've got some talent on that they team. They do have some talent. Last thing here, I'll spring on you guys. I should have had you think about this beforehand, but I was down waiting for on Sunday to get in the Cardinals locker room. And we see some camera people walking up wearing ponchos already. And I'm looking around, I'm like, oh, my God. They're definitely not going to celebrate just clinching a postseason spot, right? They're going to wait for the division. And the other people, I think it was Fox Sports Midwest cameraman, and then Jim Hayes ended up putting on his gear too. I'm like, they're, they're not doing this, are they? We were told to expect a lot of champagne. And so I'm standing there freaking out with this camera and myself, and I went up to the concession stand and got two trash bags to cover everything with. Got inside. It was just a small little toast because they want to save it for when they win the division. But I'm sure you guys have some great locker room celebration memories from over the year. Are there any you can share on this space that we won't get uh, we won't get canned? I, I mean, I was <laughs> in, and maybe Andy, you can refresh my memory. I was in Atlanta when the Cardinals clinched. I don't remember what 96? it was. Two thousand? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, because before the Braves the, won in '96. Uh, yeah. I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember what year it was, but I had this my favorite sport coat completely ruined. <laughs> they couldn't do anything about it. It was it was gone. Listen, get, get it. And, and in those days, um, you know, we could get in there live. We could have a lot of fun in there. I mean, it was. It's a little bit more difficult now yeah. from a from a TV standpoint. Rights holders can go in there, but if you're a local TV affiliate, right. it's not the same. But um, I mean, that all you know, that's always a lot of fun. I mean, it, you know, people, you know, the players will pour, you know, champagne yeah. on you, but but you 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 get a you get caught up in the moment, mm-hmm. you get caught up in, in their joy. And if you think about baseball, I mean, it, it's such a grind, day in and day out. And so if if you can win the division or you win the pennant or you obviously you win the World Series, um, you know, you really really have reason to celebrate. No question about it. Now, of course. I have, you know, there are three images that pop to mind. <laughs> the first one, of course, and it may be the greatest locker room story of all, was Art Holiday. Oh, with yeah. Vince That's the greatest live moment. What else do you want to know? <laughs> but, but, you know, one of the great moments of that is, of course, we have the, the TV broadcast of that. But there was a certain uh, sports guy that was on the desk that day yeah. When, yeah. Art, when Art was pitching back to him, just laughing his, you know, his you-know-what <laughs> off. Because that Art, was me. <laughs> because Art was ruining a $300 well, sweat. What was the, the amazing thing about it is uh, NBC carried the game. As soon as, it was, as soon as they were done with the broadcast, we went live, and I pitched to Art in, in the locker room. 
and Vince Coleman was his first guest, and Vince Coleman seemed like he had already had two or three bottles of champagne. <laughs> there was no way he did, but that's what it seemed like. Check YouTube. It's on there. It oh, is great. on there. You definitely have to see it. What else you want to know? <laughs> but then after, like, two questions, he that just he, yeah, snaps right into in, it, right. and it's amazing. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. Now, my other – I I'm going to – commandeer this podcast for a, a, per, a personal note uh jay randolph had a had a birthday this week uh 85 i believe happy birthday to the great jay happy randolph birthday jay um in 1985 uh ozzy smith and the famous home run uh go crazy folks uh i got to get to go over and enjoy the game from the auxiliary press box and i was told my one job my one job was to make sure to hustle down to the outside the locker room and help Jay get a guest for the top of the five o'clock newscast. So there is bedlam in the in the in the con, in the tunnel outside the locker room. There must have been I don't know two hundred and fifty people or whatever just in this little space. And I run down there and I'm out of breath. And Jay says, "Just take it easy, kid. You just let me know when you see Ozzy coming." Well, Ozzy was on NBC, I guess, talking to Tony Kubek or Costas or whoever it was. So Ozzy comes walking up the tunnel. And I said, Jay, here he comes. And Jay just kind of just sort of like waved to Ozzy. Ozzy, come here. And he, Ozzy just does like a 90-degree angle and walks right over to Jay, right as Mike is pitching to him because it couldn't have been more than about two or three seconds. Mike, thanks very much. <laughs> Ozzy, my, oh, my, my indeed, That was indeed. his question. That's <laughs> yeah. all he said. My, oh, my, indeed, indeed. And that's what makes Jay <laughs> well, here, Jay. Here's a, a, in that same year, 1985, Channel 5 sent me out to uh, Los Angeles. Uh, I was there for the Jack Clark home run oh, that, yeah. that beat the Dodgers of Tom Needenfuhr. However, they sent me alone with a photographer. I didn't have a guy to, and my boss said, you need to be on the air live from the field as soon as NBC goes off the air. Well, I can't be in two places at yeah. once, and our location was on the third base dugout. Uh, yeah, the third base side, and the Cardinals locker room was on the first base side. So I got press passes for my friend who lives in L.A., and I said, your only job <laughs> is to get me a guest as soon as the game is over. So uh, so they come to me. I kind of do a recap of the game, and I said, we'll be back with more after this, and we'll have a live guest. I have no idea if we're going to actually have a live guest. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, I'm, Andy's in the booth, and I look over and I see, uh, Andy, I think he's bringing Joaquin Andujar. <laughs> now, here's, what, here's what's amazing. Joaquin Andujar had not talked to the press since, like, June. Somebody ticked him off. He had not talked to the press. And Andy, Andy said something like, What? <laughs> He had nothing to do with the game, yeah. but my friend didn't know anything <laughs> about baseball. So he brings out Joaquin. So for the first time, Joaquin's going to speak, and we, they come to me, and I interview I interview Joaquin. And that was the interview where he said, I love St. Louis. I want to die. I want to Louis. die in St. Louis. Whitey Herzog Whitey is Herz my daddy. He's my daddy. <laughs> yeah. So that's how it goes uh, when you're doing these these post game shows and you're with a local affiliate. Uh, I remember the Don Denkinger play. I had to do a live shot. It was on ABC, but I had to do a live shot. We were the lead story on Channel Five News because it's the World Series, 
I was outside the stadium because we weren't allowed to broadcast live inside while the ABC broadcast was still on. I was on top of the live truck. The Cardinals had the lead, and I'm talking about how the Cardinals have the lead. They're only three outs away. Meantime, Don Denkinger is making this terrible call. Uh. I have no idea. I walked into the, uh, the the clubhouse, and, like, you know, all heck is broken loose. I have no idea what's going on. I had to, like, ask a security guard <laughs> oh, what man. the heck happened. We didn't, you know, there was no Twitter. There yeah. Was no, we had, I had no access oh, to the information. So that's how that's how it worked. Well, hopefully we have some more stories to share this year. Uh, that'll do it for this episode of the Cardinals Plus Podcast. Make sure you download and subscribe. We'll have quite a few more coming as the Cardinals continue to play into the postseason.